Chapter 35. Lost Leaders, Sales, Flea Markets, and 12-Year-Olds Who Want New Shoes. You can call it math, or you can call it currency to buy frozen slushies. Up to you. Quote, Priced to sell. Just a phrase makes me smile. When a dealer says all the items in his booth are priced to sell, he means he's tagged them as aggressively as he can to get you to buy them. Don't worry, though. I still haggle. You have to. That's the point of a flea market. Unquote. Nate Burkus. You can hang out with your kids at the park. Or you can hang out with your kids at the park and secretly teach them about sales, marketing, and economics. I can't help it. I'm kind of addicted to teaching my kids at every occasion where I see an opportunity, which is pretty much all the time. We were at a sort of flea market this afternoon, which in case you didn't know is an entire self-contained economic ecosystem. Requirements. In order for your child to learn, they must want something. Children, well, adults too, usually want something. You just have to figure out what it is. It's usually not that hard. Just ask. My 12-year-old wants new shoes. He has plenty of shoes, but he wants more shoes. A luxury expense, so he has to earn his own money for it. He's motivated. Motivation is powerful. The economic environment, aka the flea market. My boys can't get enough of Donald Duck books. We have hundreds. Well, we had hundreds. We must have sold a hundred today. But not everyone is a fan of the Donald Duck comic books yet. Especially the younger kids probably don't know about them, especially if they can't read. But the Duck books were the bulk of what we were trying to sell today at King's Day, a huge event which celebrates the Dutch King's birthday, although it's really the Queen's birthday, but that's yet another Dutch thing. We needed to get those kids to little kids to our books. Enter the loss leader. A loss leader is a pricing strategy where a product is sold at a price below its market cost to stimulate other sales of more profitable goods and services. Wikipedia. We just happen to have boxes and boxes of plastic garbage, also known as little kids' toys. We had hard plastic dinosaurs, matchbox cars, toy trains, and a plethora of worthless trinkets. In other words, a little kid magnet. Their parents can't hold them back. They're drawn to them like a comet to the sun. We strategically placed our ocean-polluting figurines at the edges of our blanketed shop to suck in the innocent buyers. It worked like magic. We had kids practically brawling over a plastic Godzilla that was missing a wing. The parents had no choice but to hang around and hover over their child while they sorted through horses, whales, and cars. Have you ever closely watched kids looking through toys? It's truly a thing of joy. They are mesmerized 
A meteor could strike the neighboring blanket, and the jolt to the planet might only make them flinch to the point where they drop the petroleum-based giraffe and pick up the three-wheeled train car. Unless mom and dad are being called away to speak at the United Nations, they're sticking around until Junior decides between the purple camel and the naturally weapon-heavy stegosaurus. They can't say no. In fact, you can help them to not say no by making the kid catnip absolutely free. Boom. And just like that, you understand what a loss leader is. Pretty fun stuff, right? This is how I explained it to my 12-year-old today in play-by-play action-packed commentary. Wait, it gets better. Bonus. If you happen to have a 10-year-old around, put them to work as a greeter. Let them charm mom and dad by talking about how he played with the pterodactyl and it possibly altered the path of his life's purpose. He should be cute and barely make eye contact with adults and mostly focus on doing tricks with his kendama. Gets him every time. So while Junior is in a heated discussion with himself about which animal to take home and cherish until death do they part, Mom and Dad are checking out what else is on offer. What else is on offer is a huge variety of educational material that could propel Junior to reading at a high school level after just 27 low-cost Donald Ducks. And guess what? We just happen to have at least 27 Donald Ducks available for immediate purchase and delivery. No shipping and handling fees. With that free loss leader securely in Junior's iron-fisted grip, the deal is just about done. A cocktail of guilt, education, reform, and that ten-year-old was so sweet to Junior we have to buy a few books and Mom and Dad are picking up their new favorite comic book series. At least two, sometimes four or five, one guy bought a box of Donald Ducks and an entire collection of Dolphia Verwolfia. Did you follow what happened here? We gave away a free plastic dinosaur and made a multiple unit sale. Let's summarize the entire transaction, because there's a lot going on. 1. The kid is thrilled with his plastic whatever that he'll probably lose before he gets home. But he has the memory of a goldfish, so he's just inherently happy and will have forgotten about the entire day by then anyway, and will just wonder when dinner is. 2. We've supplied the parents with enough reading material to read to their son in bed for the next three years. Value? Eternal and limitless joy. Score! Three. My ten-year-old helped a little boy choose his gift and built his own confidence as he felt useful to the small boy. He's smiling and proud. Four. My 12-year-old is $14 closer to the new shoes he doesn't need. 5. I got rid of four pounds of books we've read 87 times each, and I got to teach my kids about economics. Let me count. That's win, 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 win. 
we're not even to the best part. All of this doesn't even come close to what really happened here. Today, I got to, one, talk to my boys. Two, hang out with them in the park in the sun and drink overly sugary drinks that they're never allowed to have. Three, teach them what I know without them knowing that I was teaching them anything. We didn't sit down and use paper or calculators. There wasn't a textbook anywhere. We joked about which kids were going to see the dinosaurs. We were learning by experience. We were instilling knowledge into their brains by doing, through real-life situations with real money and real people. We didn't know the outcome of any transaction beforehand, so there was the element of adventure and risk. If I improved their lives by just a smidgen, it's a good day. If they learned something through experience, it's a great day. It's just a single day, just a day like any other. But I taught my boys something, and that's the biggest win. I am 100% certain my boys would have no idea what I'm going on and on about here but maybe they will when they hit university. But I have the biggest smile on my face as I write this because today was both just another day and yet it was the greatest day. It's possible to make it both. What are you going to do with a regular Saturday? It's up to you.